are tuning in to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. My name is Bree, and you can find me at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Check out the show notes for more information, including a link to my website. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. Hello, hello, hello. So today is a continuation of the most popular types of yoga disciplines. Now, you can check out that original episode by visiting the link in today's show notes. And keep in mind, we've already broken down several different types of yoga disciplines. And I've had a blast doing so, I must add, because not only am I learning a lot about all these disciplines, I'm quizzing myself if I've ever practiced them. And I've been challenged to infuse a lot of the practices into my regular scheduled classes. So it's been a lot of fun. I hope you too have been inspired to think outside the box. Now today, as we discuss Anusara Yoga, keep in mind that this used to be considered very popular. And the founder had some issues that has since caused this discipline to be on the decline. Now, just like Bikram Yoga, the founder or the leader of this discipline was caught up in some scandals. And although I'm not going to go into those on today's episode, it definitely influenced the popularity of the idea of Anusara. Now, there are a lot of teachers who are still disciplined in this and have probably infused it into their practices or have flat out continued teaching it, but no longer actually title those classes Anusara. So with that said, the founder is actually a former Iyengar student. And as you might recall, Iyengar has its own spinoff from Ashtanga. So there's a lot of different connections there. But Iyengar being a very, I want to say, alignment-based and focused practice, but more accessible to their students than Ashtanga was, perhaps, you can still get that idea when you think about Anusara. Now, Anusara yoga is considered yoga of the heart, and it was founded in the 1990s. Now, I don't know if I just mentioned this, but the founder was American or is American. I believe he's still living and breathing. And this particular practice is centered on the universal principles of alignment, which, of course, has that Iyengar foundation to it. Now, there is a set ritual used to open each class, three alms, followed by three chants of the Anasara invocation in Sanskrit, and Anusara classes tend to flow and are always carefully planned and themed. So it's still going to give you that feeling as we discussed with Iyengar and Ashtanga. So I love the idea of Anusara, and I actually know a really amazing Anusara trained yoga teacher, and she still definitely believes in this philosophy, and I was able to talk to her a little bit before actually uh, putting on this episode, so pretty cool stuff. Now, the purpose of Anusara yoga is that is really to align with the divine. So it has that very mind-body-spirit connection inherently developed within the practice and the philosophy and the discipline in itself, even though we know that that is a huge part of yoga in general, right? But it practices the three A's, attitude, alignment, and action. Attitude by awakening the heart and making it 
the foundation of your practice, including the desire to align with the divine. Alignment, which is the awareness of the connections between parts of ourselves. And action, the natural flow of energy leading to stability and joy. Now, the benefits of Anusara Yoga is that after an Anusara class, you'll feel all the typical benefits of a regular asana practice, including increased strength, flexibility, inner peace. But in addition to those benefits, Anusara offers a deeper focus on alignment, specifically through five basic principles, opening to grace, muscular energy, inner spiral, outer spiral, and organic energy. Now, if this all sounds like gibberish, have zero fear, okay? The teacher leads you through all five steps, and this careful process results in students who have excellent body awareness and safe, powerful practices. Now, you might be asking yourself, is Anusara for me? Now, Anusara is a playful yet well-informed practice. The themes often tie together the mind and the actions being taken in the body. So it's definitely for you if you like a lot of instruction and enjoy a more intellectual practice. There is a lot of focus on anatomy and in general more focus on the Hindu stories than you will find in the average asana class. So if you have an injury, Anasara teachers have the anatomical knowledge to give you a safe class tailored to your needs. So that sounds really cool, right? Now we're gonna talk about it a little bit more. Now, keeping in mind that what makes Anasara Yoga so special is that it inspires you through these life-affirming themes. So when I mentioned that Hindu philosophy idea, what it's really stating is like this spiritual philosophical discipline that allows you to connect back to spirit. So it's almost giving you a concept to meditate on. You could think about it that way. Anasara teachers weave an inspirational heart theme into each class. So again, it's that physical practice with a deep feeling of self-honoring, that safety, that community, that devotion, that love feeling. So it's really beautiful. So even though you may not actually walk into an Anasara studio although you can and you may still take a class that themes itself and calls itself this title just like bikram you may um and, and when i say just like bikram you can still find these very beautiful disciplines but since they've gone through so much scandal there has been some i guess franchise type franchisement type issues legally so you may not actually hear the word anusara or bikram unless those studios are still operating under that umbrella, which isn't as common as it once was. So let's just put it that way. But you may still have this infused into your practice, whether you're aware of it or not. And as you can tell, it's very beautiful, whether it's connected back to a spiritual philosophical idea or if it's just infused in the class inherently, I should say. Now, since it is alignment-based and it's super anatomical, you're gonna hear a lot more of that type of chatter during the practice. And you're going to be encouraged to not only properly, properly align your body, but develop that strength, that vitality, and that clear understanding of how the body works in order to master life's challenges. So again, connecting physical back to mental, back to spiritual, and even a bigger way than just, I think, a philosophical idea. It's literally happening before your very eyes, so to speak, right? Now, there are some tantric philosophies, and we haven't gone into that on the podcast, although 
coming up in future episodes where we talk about that tantric philosophical idea as it is rooted in the yoga community or how it can be put into your own philosophies. Um, And it's not always this deep thought that may come to your mind. There's just a lot of beautiful ideas in that as well. But I don't want to digress too much. Just know that it does have that idea, that vibration is what you can think of tantric as well, really just woven through. And the reason is, is really just has those chanting ideas. It has those um, artistic expressions of the postures that are going to be invited into the classes going to have some community um community kind of this this community awareness and what i mean by that is students are encouraged to latch on to each other for instance during the opening chat they're going to um have their arms expanded and they're going to be you know touching each other to hold each other into balance but also to create that community you can still find that in a lot of just really awesome classes today i really love that especially classes that are really large and festival in nature anyway has that festive idea so it's not really so much an introspective experience like ashtanga is it starts to bring that same concept of ashtanga iyengar with the the concepts of the asana but with this more community external you know instilling this trust and confidence that comes by practicing together so that's what's really neat about it so um what are some of the poses and their benefits when we think of anusara so remembering that we're blending many different asanas or poses in any typical class, whether that's this or any other discipline. But the modern yoga form embraces more than 260 poses to practice. And all of these can really bring those three types of A's, those three A's, right? The attitude, alignment, and action. So we're just gonna talk about a few. Let's talk about seven, actually. So some of the most commonly um, used postures in Anasara our half moon pose, which is one of my favorites. And remembering that this is a very intense balancing posture, there's going to be twist postures that are going to be introduced into the practice as well. Um, warrior pose, which you can find in like warrior two, for instance, which you're gonna find in most classes, but definitely a pinnacle in Anasara. Eagle pose, so that's a very intensely focused balancing posture as well. The extended hand-to-toe pose, again, a balancing posture. The cobra pose, so a nice heart opener. Down dog, of course. And just knowing that these are benefiting your body because it's improving that flexibility, that strengthening of your muscles, the body alignments, also creating that grace in the body. And these are all gonna be added into flow classes, most flow classes to be quite honest, but definitely would show up in an Anasara yoga class. So I hope this gave you some insight into this very popular variation. And although you don't hear about it as much by name, definitely know that it has influenced a lot of Western yoga and can be found in a lot of modern Hatha-based or Vinyasa-based classes to this day. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, We're almost wrapping up this series. There's 
definitely more disciplines that I can just throw in there. But I am going to begin to wrap up the actual series in itself. And um, I hope you've enjoyed it. I am going to close with Booty Yoga, even though it was not on the original list. I think it's popping up in so many studios that I'm going to deem it certifiably popular on today's date, right? But I did mention prenatal and postnatal and chair yoga. I believe those are going to come in later episodes in their own right, but not a part of this quick intro series. So again, thank you so much for listening. Look out for next week's final episode in this actual series and go in peace. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste. Namaste.